DJ Empty Beats. Yo, man, I'm about, to, I'm, I'm about to make a drop Don't for talk our, about our, my friend. I'm about to make hey, a drop man. for our merch. CC, are you are you listening? Let's talk battlerap.com. Everybody can get their hoodies. Red, blue, maroon, the OG mm -hmm. white, the OG black, and the face mask that are rewashables. You ever seen my hands fly? Y'all, make sure y'all get some merch, bruh. Uh, blue hoodies is definitely um the favorite these days. So if you want you a blue hoodie, you better uh put your put in your order. Cause it seemed like every other order is a blue hoodie. That's a fact. That is a fact. Um, let's talk a little bit about the, the John John and Ace battle. I talked about it off of like the first watch because I didn't get a chance to watch it on YouTube when it dropped because I had to get ready for the show. And now that we've had a full 24 hours since it's dropped on YouTube, um, everybody got a chance to rewatch it. How do y'all feel, man? John John and Ace, I mean, is now on YouTube. One of the fastest YouTube drops in over the last two years. Killer, you can get some merch at letstalkbattlerap.com. Thank you for that chat. I admin appreciate that. Let me uh let me try to everything here. This shit's blocking everything for me. There we go. Now I can see everything. Ace didn't cut his round short. I would have given it to him to one. Chat says John John is the GOAT. John John cleared to one after second watch. Ace edge Ace edged the first. I gotta be honest, man. I, on my second watch, and I even told this to Ace I mean, I'm actually talking to him. I said, yo, on the rewatch, this feels a little different. I don't see the same level of momentum in your first round, and your third round ends very anticlimactic. So it's kind of almost making me switch my opinion. <sighs> I'm gonna let the chat go first. Yeah. And then I'm gonna say what I want to say. I'll keep reading. Ace did a great job, not what I predicted. Uh, says Killer. Mm hmm. That's good. That's good. I'm glad everybody's giving their props. Chad Admin hasn't rewatched yet. I think uh, QP would be happy about that. John John 2 1. Jeremy Perkins says Ace 30. Great battle. Jeremy, <laughs> genuinely, like, I have seen a lot of people say Ace 30. And I've actually seen people say John John 32. So that lets me know the opinions are everywhere. But I want to know, how do you give Ace the second round? Like, I, I like, genuinely want to know this. How you give John John the first if you got John John 30? Yeah, that, that, that too. That too. I don't, that's what I'm saying. It, it's, it's not a 30 for me either way. Can't be. Yeah, like. I, I, I don't know about that one. Yeah, so I would love to hear how Ace won that second round, in your opinion, because if you have Ace winning all three. But he, you know, his toxic ass gonna come up on Thursday and be like, "Oh, and I said what I said, and this is what I said." <laughs> so John John second was very vague, and I didn't like it. All right then, I guess. It's preference. Yeah, I guess so. Mike's just trash in the building, but it was fire on camera. I felt the exact opposite, Barry. I actually liked the battle in the building. I liked it a little bit less on camera. I'm starting to, yeah, I, I probably am good for no more watching that battle, to be honest. Because I ain't going to hold you up. Like I said, France, you was in there. Shout out to everybody else that was in the building, whether you was media or just a fan. Y'all spent your money. And, you know, shout out to John John and Bullpen. But I just know watching it live, I was getting Black very Compass. frustrated. I was getting very, uh, shout out to Black Compass. They was in the building, too. I, I'm going to watch y'all recap and see how y'all feel. I still haven't got to that one yet. But... Watching it live, I was getting very frustrated because clearly the room overall was for John John. I mean, right? yeah, it's his league, it's his city. Right. Okay. But again, that when they started booing Ace in the first for for no freaking reason, I'm just like, bro, y'all gotta chill. And then it just felt like I don't know. It just felt weird to me watching it again when he dropped it on YouTube. And shout out to uh Saga because he said it before I did. It was very hard to watch this battle because of the crowd. Like, and I'm just going to say this to Ace. Like, first watch, I gave it to Ace 2-1. But going back and watching it again, I do have to consider the fact that he, yes, he did not choke. And yes, he didn't have a John John moment where he pretty much re-ran re a whole round. He did, but stumble. He did stumble a few times, he though. He did stumble some, uh, he did stumble 
quite a bit. And I still don't understand why he cut his third round short. Because in your second round, you looked at the camera and you acknowledged that the crowd was not rocking with you and that we was going to all get this on cam. You knew walking into the situation, you had no home court advantage. And nobody was going to give you no love. You was going to have to earn your respect. You was going to have to earn your cheers. You was going to have to earn that love and respect, right? So when you can see our third round, and from what I'm be hearing, people were either walking out, starting to uh, start up side conversations. You should have kept rapping. You do not cut your round short for no goddamn body. And that's for any battler. You complete the objective. Whatever bars you wrote down before walking into that building, you better spit every single goddamn one. You don't cut your round short for no damn body. I don't care if they listen it or not. You got to remember that that's not even half of the battle because it's going to be way more people watching this the first time when it drops on YouTube because not everybody named Mama bought the pay-per-view. There was a lot of people that were hitting me up every time I was tweeting about this damn event, talking about, oh, I'm not watching it. How's it going? It was a lot of people that didn't get that pay-per-view. And, of course, there's a lot of people that did, and now their minds has changed because of your third round. So that's my that was my thing about the Ace's third round. He shouldn't have cut that goddamn round for no goddamn body. Well, I mean, we got to be honest with ourselves. Like, I don't think there was a world where Ace was really going to be... I don't think there was a world where Ace was going to beat John John by the statistics, <laughs> right? Like, he wasn't going to beat him on no Twitter poll. And this is why when Smack created the narrative, when rookies make it debatable, they win. I always said that was false because the bigger artist has the bigger fan base. So they're always going to have more people saying they won if it's close. People are going to edge them more. The rookie or I guess the, the, the newer mm. competitor's job is just to not die and have highlights and flashes to show that they can compete. And that's what Ace did. His first round was really good. He fought through the heckling. He did some rebuttals. He had great haymakers, good storytelling. You know what I'm saying? Really good structure. Like, like his first round was almost like, okay, this is what Ace Amin could be at at one of his highest potentials. The only problem is his next two rounds, he just couldn't stay with that momentum. Um, but I give him a lot of credit still because, like, he took one of the toughest assignments. I can easily say out of his entire Ultimate Madness 1 uh, rookie class, like, he had the hardest battle after Ultimate Madness because he took an elite top tier on his league in, in his city. Like, bruh. And I was just watching that battle think to myself, well, at the very least now, everybody's like, oh, I don't know how Kid Chaos or Fonz or, or Real Sick will look on the stage. At least you can say, I know what Ace Amin looks like on the stage. You know well, we've saying? seen that once before with uh, Snake Eyes. Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying now, you know what I'm po saying? Po post post so, COVID, if everybody's oh, still if, if everybody's still wondering, like, oh, what would they look like <laughs> on the stage? Ace can you know what Ace is on the stage is now at least, you know what I'm saying? And I think when Ace is hungry and he really wants it, like Ace can do it. And I and shout out to Ace because I think he did go back to the drawing board and critique his own. Um, way of preparing for battles because i think the reason why he had better breath control and he wasn't stumbling like stuttering and choking was because he didn't pack too much i always felt like he would pack way too much in three rounds and he would have like he was just trying to get through all of it and it's like bruh just slow and, and i, I, I want to get this out the way right I like Ace's content more than John John in this battle, right? And Ace already had set the blueprint. He said, you're going to do X, Y, Z, and John John did X, Y, Z. Ace said, you're going to try to out-battle me, and that's what John John did. He tried to perform, be entertaining, talk about indirect things, throw money in the crowd. Like, he, John John came to battle Ace. Ace came to rap to John John. It makes me wonder what would have happened if you took this battle and put it in a bubble. It would have looked probably completely different with no crowds, right, CeCe? Like, just John John and, and Ace in the room, one-on-one? -on -one. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, I got distracted by somebody saying, why is all these bloggers so short? That's hilarious. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm 5'9". Every time I go to a battle rap event, I get hella surprised when I see people in real life. I'll be like, yeah, we got, we got, we got, the, <laughs> yeah, we got the whole gang here. Chad Emmons in the building working. Coin flip. Our newest rookie just pulled up and said John John was disappointing. Look, man, John John, you have, at some point you also have to respect the fact when somebody's cleaner, somebody's just checking off more boxes as a battle rapper. So I just say it is this: John John is more entertaining. Ace was more direct. 
pick your preference. But when I watch it back, I, I, I my only problem with feeling as confident as saying Ace One like I did on my first watch is that he's just like in his rounds, like he just never gets that momentum back. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of, not not that he's choppy, but like he gets to a couple bars, the crowd gets restless, and like I never really see him build up, and I don't ever really get a chance to feel those haymakers that he's delivering. But I don't know. I'm still not mad at anybody's opinion. You say Ace won, I respect it. Ace has a lot of people that says he won. This battle's real debatable. Um, John John did what John John does all the time. And you can say this much. Out of all the rookies that battled uh, John John, Prep, Wavy, Jack Boy, Chess, Ace is the only one who can say he beat him and had him at the most difficult degree. So that's a win in itself. I was going to say, yes. Yeah, shout out to Ace because in a way, like... It's a win-win, regardless of anybody says you won. But to like, no offense, but John John, you were supposed to smoke Ace, like real shit. If this was not even supposed to be a discussion, this was supposed to be, oh, this is why I told y'all I did not want to battle him. I told y'all I was gonna do this. I told y'all this was going to happen. You were supposed to make an example out of Ace. You were supposed to embarrass that man. You were supposed to drag that man for filth. And well, Ace he, he, did he tried, not he, also self-destruct either. See, I, I, I can't blame that on John John because John John what John John came for blood. The problem is that Ace showed up. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So um I want to address this message. It says France, Ace got the narrative win. Well, how can you call something that actually happened narrative? Like I don't get it. Like what when at what point do you guys realize factual events are not supposed to be a narrative? Like, I don't understand this. See, see, if I slap if I slap you, right? And then the next week, you're like, yo, France, you slapped me. And I'm like, oh, there goes that narrative. You tell them I slapped you. No, I really slapped you, CC. It's not a narrative. It happened in real life. I might get my finger cut off after doing it, but it's not a narrative. It's an action that actually happened. <laughs> you slap me. Don't you slap me. I'm just saying. I ain't never been slapped. Ever? Have, but then I punched the bitch. But yeah, I have been slapped, but she got she got dealt with severely. I'm too light skinned for that shit. Don't that that's the thing. Don't 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 do nothing in this region. It's an automatic. It's automatic. The hair included. It's automatic. Mm -mm, black. I'm blacking out. The people want to know who slapped you. They want to hear the story. The wrong bitch at Michigan State. <laughs> Who thought she was that bitch? But that's for story time with Cece. Maybe I should have like a day where I just do story time with Cece. Hey, listen, if y'all want Cece to get a raise and get another solo segmented show where she just talks about her life, <laughs> that can happen. There's a budget for that. I just want to let y'all know that. If there's enough of a demand for it, it can happen. But let's move on. Cece, I know you wanted to talk a little bit about the crowds over this past weekend. You had a lot of thoughts about crowds coming back into battle rap after having a year off of covid that's funny update guy oh man that's the story that a lot of us were having discussions with um i see the chat already going off harley what up double oh real quick um, shout out to cuban in the building i see you out here lurking my brother it was good seeing you over the weekend what up cuban uh Cuban, Cuban thought Vlad got fired. Caramel, he, was like, he was like, you guys fired Vlad? And I was like, no, man, Vlad, Vlad, Vlad got to take care of his baby. He goes, oh, it's something positive. <laughs> yes, he is a, you know, he got he got a wife and a, and a newborn. He got to secure that bag to the family. And once he secured the bag, he can always come back. That's why we ain't feel this. See, you got to see this unfillable. This is Vlad. The thirsty is Vlad. Cece, go ahead and give uh, your take on the crowds. I know you want to talk about while I share the broadcast. Yo, we got to be careful what we wish for, y'all. <laughs> be careful what you wish for because it was not it. It was not it on Saturday. It was not it. They And you know, the I know everybody was dragging that host. That host had no crowd control. I don't think anybody on stage had crowd control because people was doing what the fuck they wanted to do, period. I mean, that, that, Ivo had that whole shot look so crispy. By the end of the night, it was looking so hazy. Like, even Riggs was like, damn. <laughs> 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 Y'all fucking these black and white. 
saying that they should have called that smoke out. The coin, flip, coin flip says the host was so bad. I was laughing all through the event. My jacket smelled like smoke in the building. I loved it. I wasn't there, but guess what? I was watching that live, and whoever was in that motherfucker talking to goddamn much needed to shut the hell up. Hi, Anwar. You know, I, I was I was really trying to <laughs> just was, like I was fucking up these battles. It was a, it's been the first event with over maybe like 150, 200 people in a, in one place in a year. So I was really just like just watching the ambiance. Oh shit! And, and CC, I, I realized something. People want the crowds to come back for what reason? You're not focusing on the battles more. If anything, you're focusing on the battles more now. You're focusing on the material and performance more now. Because when you're watching a battle with the crowd, like you're never going to 100% watch the battle in its entirety. It's good. It's good. Look, I'm a month. It's that time of the month, so I'm, I'm, I'm hella spicy. Look, it's good and bad when it comes to crowds. We have seen good crowd interactions in the past as well, okay? I have been at battles where I can honestly say, like, Gnome or Summer Madness, like, those were some of my favorite moments of battle rap because, again, the crowd was just tuned in and we was holding on to every punch, every bar, every performance. We was there. We was in sync. But, again, that's not always the case with crowds. And I think... As Anwar is saying, it might have to do with a ge geographical location. Atlanta, Atlanta it, is hot. Yeah. But it ain't hot when it comes to hosting battle rap events. Well said. Philly crowd, yo, Atlanta, you giving Philly a run for their money, yo. I thought Philly crowd. That, no, 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 uh, what no. Was that? We, Philly's what was terrible. That, uh, Philly, smack event called Philly, with Cassidy and Arsenal. What lock, was that? Lockdown. Lock, lockdown. Philadelphia. <laughs> but Philadelphia is just a terrible place in general. CC, like that, <laughs> that, that, that. That's just. That's just a broken down city. Like, like no electricity. <laughs> like broken street lights. It's a third world country. Like, like people with beards and like all over the place and not like using hand sanitizer. Like that's just. That's just a place that like you should never go to. These are not the thoughts or words of CC doing the most, aka CC on air, and I do not agree. Those are the words of friends and friends alone. Let's just make sure we we all listen. Are you know, all right, you know what? Listen, CC, I'll be honest. All right, all right. I apologize to all the people from Philly, okay? Because if I knew <laughs> you guys had internet connection, I wouldn't be speaking about you like this. <laughs> Look. I understand Philly because we all, Detroit, we always get called a third world country, even though we have been on multiple financial publications like Forbes and CNBC saying Detroit is coming back and Detroit about to come over and take what's ours. But that's a different story for a different day. So I get the hate that people have for y'all, Philly. Just know this girl from Detroit, I am planning, next time I go to Philly, I'm gonna make it a weekend event. I'm gonna make sure that I have, I spend some time in Philly because I still want a cheese steak. You know what I'm saying? I want to see what them cheese steaks is all about. And all that good stuff. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, I'm not all the way ready yet for crowds and battle rap. Um, but only because I feel like we still don't know how to manage these events properly because there's no reason we should be at an event standing on our feet for eight hours for five battles. Bruh, the, the pay-per-view, like I said, I don't know if y'all knew it in the building, but the pay-per-view started almost two hours late. No, no, but see, see the, they wanted pay-per-views back. People wanted to pay for pay-per-views. People, people wanted Mr. Avocado back, right, because they don't appreciate JB, right? So they, 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 they you know what I'm saying? They've been, they've been, they wanted their day to get ruined, and their day got ruined. So they got what they asked for. Yo, uh, Jay Mosey. When it comes to pay-per-views and live events, minus caffeine, it still it still be on RNT time. It still be. I mean, this this shit ain't getting monetized. So I messed that up twenty minutes ago. You're but damn, yeah, you're damn right. I'm getting spicy because who comes into a venue and does not check the sound prior to coming into the venue? I think Cece will check the sound first, and she's not even in production. I mean, that's just part of production work. Period. So, when y'all tell me, look, I ain't gonna act like I ain't gonna act like I'm, 
I'm just saying, just being, just like, if you are anywhere in media, you already know you're supposed to do sound checks. Usually the day before and then hours prior. Literally, bro. So like, I can't let fundamental flaws just slide through when it's been 12 plus years of battle rap events, bro. Like, no, bro. Like, why are we having fundamental flaws? Like, Yeah, and that's his basic knowledge. Right. Seeing that event on Saturday kind of reminds me of like when you get back with one of your toxic exes and you're like, oh, this time things will be different. You know, this time we're going to we, we've worked on our differences. And then a week later, you guys are back at it again. And it's like, all right, maybe events in this format is just not sustainable. <clears throat> well, I will say this. It can be done. If everybody is on their shape. Sounds it can't like, be done. Sounds, if people sounds, are sounds like a lot of responsibility we can't control. At the set or at the building, at the, uh, on, on the time. That, look, if Caffeine can get all these folks, all these battle rappers and everybody in between to show up on time, then it can be done. Now, how they pulled it off, I don't know. Maybe they were the main ones saying, okay, if you show up late, these will be your consequences. Because it's really, it's really disheartening to know that when a black man is helping pay for your life, livelihood, tells you to show up at a certain time, you just say, fuck that, I show up when I show up. But then when the white man says, I need you to be here at 3.30, you show up at 3.30. That's what, that's what bothers me. Yeah, Vlad, Vlad, so, Vlad says that all the time. That's one thing Vlad has always been big on. He's like, look, when it comes to us, like everybody right. like, is dilly-dallying and lazy, but when it comes to somebody else... You 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 write it fold and center. For ten years, Smack told you motherfuckers, hey, you want to be on Summer Madness? Okay, cool. It starts at this time. I need you here, there. You know how many times battles had to be moved around on the car because somebody was not even there. <laughs> yeah, they were still at the hotel. Like, oh my bad, Smack. I'm 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 running behind. What? <laughs> Where can you do that at and still not get fired and still get paid? Battle rap. That's the only place I know. That's the, occup- the only occupation I know where you can show up late as fuck to your job and still get paid. All right, let's talk about some interesting quotes here. Report from Hip Hop and Real. Uh, New Jersey Torque finally got a chance to chime in a little bit on his murder mook uh, two-on-two battle that's going down this Saturday at Double Impact. Um... I was kind of interested, you know. He he says here, let me put out both quotes because there's two quotes here mm. that I want to read to you that I found interesting. First one is... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Battling Mook means something to ya, but it doesn't mean nothing to me. I give Mook his respect, but his bars, before his bars, he ain't it. You can't compare Murder Mook to me. That pen don't get pushed that shit don't go nowhere. Stroke to the people, man. <laughs> Talk spicy. And without uh, without taking things out of context, it's a, he, again, he's not saying he's not taking them serious. It's that he understands how you guys view him. He doesn't view him the same way. So he's going to take him very serious. See what the people have to say. Tata says, heavy talk. I agree with Turk says, lying legacy. Uh, Jeremy Perkins says, he's not lying. 09 Bull says, Twerk is the one who messed up the John John event. <laughs> Paul Bear, Paul Bear, Paul Bear for the poor bear. On the poor bear when we pour bears. For Paul Bear and Bear Poor and Paul Bears. Says Slavish One. Uh, I said the same thing, Lion Legacy says. Gooey Goo says, on Twerk's mama, he better. he's better than Mook. I agree with Twerk. Twerk mama. <laughs> Twerk thinks Jack Boy's pen is better than Mook, so I don't know. Wow. Finishing, finish a battle cleanly before giving a take on anything, says Harry Truman. It's a lot of, it's a lot of, it's a lot of mixed responses here. Yikes! Um, damn. Yeah, the chat, the chat has spoken. I mean, I think that's how you're supposed to. I mean, I'm not mad that he feels that way. Because you about to go to battle versus a battle rap god called Murder Mook. 
but I don't I don't take that as he's sleeping on Mook's ability either. Because again, y'all, some of y'all was trying real hard to rally the votes for Tay Rock. And y'all was trying real hard to discredit everything Mook was saying in them three rounds. Oh, that shit was ass. While everybody's throwing up props and fire emojis. Man, that shit was weird. So y'all, y'all be trying real hard, but y'all know. Y'all know the power behind those bars. Even Verb has said it. Like, you know, standing in front of Mook is is something different. So yeah. you better be ready. I don't get this 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 like this notion that like Mook, Mook's never been a lyricist. Like I like Mook was first a punchliner who then turned into like a storytelling angler, right? So he's never was like a super intricate lyrical guy. And yeah, some of his schemes are reachy and they're not good. But I can point to a lot of people that have reachy and bad schemes. Like Torx had malfunction for mouth function, like malfunction. <laughs> like I can point to a lot of bad things other people say too. You know what I'm saying? So like yeah, sure. There's he has few, some cringy material. There's a few nitty ones. But, but, There's a few nitty ones that I was like. But but who? But what? But Iron Solomon's more lyrical than Mook. Loaded Lux is the best, one of the best pens of all time. And both those guys lost to Mook. So this, who cares if you're more we, lyrical? What? How many? We do not count that battle at all. On Let's Talk Battle Rap. I keep. Why? Why are you going against me? So we do not talk about you don't count, Mook. You don't count that the Iron or the Lux battle. You don't count the iron or the Lux battle. That's what you're telling me right now? I said Murder Mook versus Iron was one of the worst battles of all time. It might have just gotten eclipsed by Disaster and Sokan. It might. But still, just by a tiny bit, that's how bad that she was. Okay. We are not counting Mook and Iron because Mook was, even with five rounds, Mook was not saying nothing. The only thing I remember is the Skittles. In five rounds, that's all I remember is some stupid-ass Skittle shit. What? Oh, my God. You know what? I'm going to leave it alone because it's... it's, it's Am I the only one? It's kind of, it's, I, think, I, I think it's a little crazy. To they have more dislikes than likes. It's the whole comment so, was a drag fest. Okay. Am I the only one? Did he lose a round in that battle? It don't even matter. He was still ass. All right. I remember this. I'm gonna remember this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna remember this when 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 one of your favorites has a poor performance, but they still win. You're like, but they still won though. No, it was bad. I remember that. No Rondo. <laughs> but did they win? <laughs> like I, I don't get that. Like how does Mook get criticized for beating his opponent every round? Like I don't get that. But did he win though? <laughs> Yo, it's it's really yeah, battle rap is something else, man. You can actually win flawlessly and still get criticized. That is crazy. No, killer. I don't know. I don't know about that one, killer. Maybe France can answer that because France was in the building. I they didn't have a, enough COVID tests, so I couldn't get a COVID test. So I I wasn't there. I was in LA for it, but I wasn't in the building for it. So I don't know, killer, about that one. He's saying uh, Mook was scared to let people in when he battled Rock. I don't know about that one. No, nah, that's different. That's a different situation. That that's just Mook came in with twenty five plus people that weren't tested that wanted to be in the crowd and we're like, well, what's the <laughs> point of bringing in twenty five untested people to put them in a room with fifty people that have been tested? Like you defeat the purpose of the COVID test. So we had to keep everybody separated. And, he and we, said, "All right, got mine." So where's your shot? Where's your thing? Mm. <laughs> Yo, I love my people though. I love my people. Like this world would not like this. I love my people. I love my people. Oh, you criticized Hustle when she killed Barb though. I picked her to win. I don't. I don't get this. I picked her to win. I literally picked her to win. What? Oh, we gonna keep going. We gonna keep going. I literally picked her to win. And are you guys comparing Averb and Hustle in a in a small little room to Summer Madness two against Iron Solomon? Like I don't. I don't get that. Like 
What are y'all doing now? Are y'all, com- are, y'all com- are y'all comparing a room with 20 people as a as to a Webster Hall with 2,000 plus people in it? Don't do that, bro. Don't do that. A lackluster battle in that magnitude will always weigh more than something in a small room. Facts. But we talking about two, like, goats of battle rap going head to head, and they both were coming back from a hiatus. Before that moment. See, this I have a question. Over- I have a question. Like before, that, before that moment. And when, uh, well, they before, gave them two extra rounds because it was so hype. Before big- before Iron and, and, and <clears throat> Mook battled, had they ever had a bad performance prior to that? Can anybody tell me one bad performance they had prior to that? Yeah, I killed him for no reason. You, you, a lot of people didn't do good that day. Sirius Jones got booed. Ines got booed. Lux choked. Why Why everybody else gets the leeway of, oh, this is their first time on the stage, but Mook and I has to get killed. Like, I don't get this. Everybody that did not, every, everybody that had not performed for three plus years, everybody that had Actually, not performed 10. for, huh? It was 10 rounds. It was 10 rounds of ass. Mook was not terrible every round. So to answer the question, uh, some hardcore flavor as is twerk or Mook's pen better? I will have to go with Mook overall. Mook. Now twerk does show moments where he is like he make you do a, a double take because you know yes we know twerk is very explosive. We know twerk, excuse me, has bought like he has energy he has performance but twerk has a pen too it's not just him just standing there going ah, ah bow bow you know like walk the clock or some shit like he's actually saying something too so like i i do see a lot of people discrediting twerk's pen is he the best pen no but like we not gonna just say he ass we know what we all know hey fly boy Nice to see you. I feel like it's been a minute. But we all know what Twerk's thing is. It's him finishing material, not choking, and remembering what the hell he wrote. That's always been his thing. Well, I mean, all the flaws that Twerk has, Mook excels in, and vice versa, right? Like, Mook's not explosive. Mook doesn't drop haymakers like how he did when he was, like, punchlining back to back to back. But Twerk is somebody that can't really keep his memory in fold. One thing about fucking Murder Mook, he's a rap machine. And it makes me actually wonder how the fuck can this guy just fit 20, 25, 30 minutes of raps into his brain without stumbling, without drinking water. Like, that is kind of impressive. And I'm just like, whoa, what the fuck? Like, this guy is showing... He's This guy's doing things that nobody in this era could do. Flat out. Um, Look, I think the question is, is T-Top... And I feel like T-Top and Twerk are going to be explosive. I feel like they are going to be going crazy. But is that going to match up versus, like, Cal and Mook are very direct. They're going to be surgical as far as what they say. They might have a, a, a bar of the night again. You know what I'm saying? Calico and Mook are known for having that one bar that everybody runs away from with after the event is over. Like, that's how I'm looking at it. That's how I'm looking at it. I kind of, I look at it like Twerk and T-Top are just like the perfect, like, combination of somebody that's going to be like slow pace and set up the line, set up the bar, and Twerk's going to be like real energy, fast pace, and finish the bar. So I can see like Twerk, I I can see like T-Top setting up like a line to like create a story. Yeah. And then Twerk connects the story with a haymaker. And, yeah. like, it's just a perfect little combination of, like, storytelling, haymaker, storytelling, haymaker, storytelling, haymaker. Yeah. And it could, be, it could be really explosive. And I think Twerk gets an extreme amount of creativity in the two-on-two. Um, I don't worry about him choking in a two-on-two because he has less of the material to remember. Right. But at Me. the same time, Calico is just somebody that's real bulletproof to a lot of that stuff. Like, he... I know some people aren't haven't been fans of Calico as of recently. Like they're not fans of the Twerk performance, they're not fans of the Bridge performance. But Calico is that guy that like he punchlines just kind of like bounce off of him, and his performance in the bubble against Verb it was it was special. It was so good. It was so so good. And Mook's performance in the bubble was 
really fucking spooky. So when you combine those two guys, like, they have the opportunity to kind of just like, all right, you're going to throw a bunch of haymakers at me, but I ain't lie yet. Or, or I got all this real surgical stuff that yeah, you guys can't talk good, about. Yeah, he's like And more importantly, Caffeine's, caffeine's mm-hmm. kind of, like, they're not big on T-Top. He's lost, right? Like, well, I mean, he wins on Caffeine, but he lost his last three battles on the app. So, like, people kind of like, uh, it, Well, it, Twerk depends. I got Twerk losing uh, to Jay. So, they say. both kind of on the, the I don't know, did, uh, did Twerk beat Jay on the app? No. Okay. So that's how I, I that's how I, I gauged it too. So you got two guys who are kind of on the app or just in general, right? Right, like like on, on the playback, they they're not as fan favorited, and the other guys are like just like they have like a mystique to them. Like I don't know. I'll be honest, I have no picks. I don't know what to expect from this battle. I can I can kind of visualize what to expect from Twerk and T Top. But from Cal and Mook, I have no clue what to expect. But I'm, I'm not excited. I'm I'm not gonna use that that quarter of a round and be like, oh, they suck. They're not going to be good. Like, no, like that, that whole material was on a stage. It was for a different opponent and they were just cooking. They were just getting into their introduction. I'm not going to use that sample size to criticize who they are as a team. Cause more, you, you know, this as well as I do CC, like Calico's a maniac and so is Mook. So they will craft brand new material just because twerk has been added. They're not going to use the same stuff they use prior. They will mm-hmm. go ahead and create whole new rounds because they're crazy like that. In fact, Murder Moo... They've had more than enough time for this. Murder Moo gave you 20-plus minutes of content for Tayrock in three weeks because the Briz battle canceled. Three weeks later, he battles Tayrock, and that he had 20-plus minutes of content. Like, how the hell do you write 20-plus minutes of raps in three weeks? That's Yeah, that that's a, that's a good point to kind of counter Twerk's yeah, man, you you gotta be yeah. Don't 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 go in there thinking they are gonna come in there dry and stale. Like I, they're gonna, y'all, both of these both of these pairs are gonna have moments. Both of these pairs are gonna have things that we all gonna talk about. We drop fire emojis and props for these. I, this is what I'm expecting. I'm expecting a dog fight between these two pairs. I and, think this might come down to preference, too. I think it's going to be a preference. And it's interesting because, like, everybody wants to see the visual of, you know, six foot three twerk standing over Murder Mook, yelling at him with his hoodie on, landing a haymaker in his face, right? But everybody forgets twerk's biggest weakness as a battle rapper is when people use angles against him. And who else but the, the angle god, Murder Mook? So, like, they both kind of, they, they both off balance each other with their strengths and weaknesses. So, like, it's a really, really intriguing match i cannot wait to see what happens honestly i um i'm seeing some people in the chat saying you know i hope there's some they don't clear the room for this and i say the same thing too smack don't clear the room like you like obviously you know we uh, you know we can't just say everything is gas though y'all because i hear y'all and i'm with y'all but sometimes and I'm not saying y'all in particular, but I'm just saying in general that sometimes when people do get reaction, everybody just wants to say, "Oh, yeah!" Like nobody wants to, here. nobody wants to let nobody have fun anymore. <laughs> like let, let people have fun. Like everything's the not gas. Like there's a real thing in battle rap as far as energy when you're there that you just can't help but react or or be immersed with the performance you're watching. That's not gas. That's the whole purpose of watching the battle. You know, let people have fun, bro. Like it's not, it, it's not that deep. Yeah. Gas is when you're in a small room and people are yanking people's shirts for the most simplest lines and it, it, and they're just screaming for over two minutes. That's gas. Yo, I will say this. If I was a battle rapper, I'd be like, bro, don't pull on my shirt, bro. Like, first of all, like, this costs money. Second of all, like, I had to iron it before I got up in here. Now I'm about to walk all day with a wrinkled up shirt on my collar and, like, shoulders. Like, bro, don't be grabbing on my shirt like that, though. Like... Like, who started that? Maybe because I'm a female. You want to know who started it, Cece? I'll tell you who started it. Philadelphia, the third world country of the United States of America. You said that with such disdain and hate. It's the truth. You watch all of, watch all the old Reed Dollars battles. They're grabbing them like a dog on the collar. Mm. I'm serious. I'm not playing with you. Yeah. 
I hate. I don't. Oh nine says blow started it. Nah, man, get out of here, man. Get out of here. Spit that he did not. Spit that he revolutionized it. But Philly is the originators of grabbing people's like shirts and like treating them like a pit bull. Like, <sighs> I don't know, Anastasio. Like France, it might be a New York thing because I've I've always seen New York and Philly throw shots at each other. So that just might be a region thing. It might just be a region thing. I'm gonna let y'all have it because you know I don't claim near one of y'all, so I'm not. I ain't none of my business. Dot mob wasn't gassing. Philly started it. It was mainstream. They were pushing. They were pulling and pushing Mook against Sirius Jones. That didn't age well. I mean, they were pulling and pushing Mook versus Sirius Jones, but Philly was still four years before that. I mean, that little ass room with like 500 goons and shit, like. Dot on your head, dot on your head, dot on your heart, dot on your head, dot on your heart. That battle was so ahead of its time. It was sh that battle showed you how to win in the building, right? Because when you watch, if you watch that battle or show it to a a casual fan, they're gonna think Mook won the battle. Till you listen to the bars and you're realizing, oh shit, Sirius Jones is angling, Sirius Jones is rebuttaling, Sirius Jones is like mid round rebuttaling. Sirius Jones is also ahead of his time. That battle is so amazing for so many reasons. Get the hay out your heart. Who, me? Update guy. He said the battle was trash. Oh, don't do that, bro. Don't do that. No, but shout out to my best friend, KK, because she, that was like her first, like, fave uh, battle rapper was Sirius Jones. And she always said it. She, even to this day, debates anybody and everybody that Sirius Jones beat move. Like, she has stand on that flag since I've known her. Really? Yes. And that has been over, like, shit, we've had to be friends, like, almost 20 years, 15 years, something like that. So, yeah. It's been a, it's been a minute. But I love that battle. Be you and your rhymes. So, you was a homo rapper. You probably sucked for studio time. <laughs> My favorites were Mook's going over time and Jones is like bugger 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 yo three minutes is up dog three minutes is up dog alright I can't believe he got booked for this RBE event but that's a different story for a different day yeah we'll talk about that next week yeah I, 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 I was so like <sighs> just, this culture just seems to just always surprise me how so you know it just it, I think it was a little bad timing because you know I feel like what 40 said in her Rapmatic interview like all, everybody was so focused on what she said about the newcomers but nobody even really paid attention to the gem that she drives now Say what y'all want to say about Chris on bias. Again, you're in, you're you're innocent until proven guilty. But I think what she was, I think what her message was is, we have too bad rap allows too many weirdos and perverts and creeps and all kind of different people of bad backgrounds just in here, and y'all just give them gas and light. And in the real world, they would have never gotten no gas and light. But y'all just give the weirdos of this culture so much life and it's just and there is a bigger outlining problem in this culture when it comes to women and how women can be treated any type of way or men can do any type of certain thing and then y'all just forgive them so quickly because they came back and did a battle and now all is forgiven that's all i'm gonna say i mean but everybody missed that point but shout out to 40 bars because she, we, we we only got seven minutes left. We're not gonna have enough time to get through the uh, through the predictions, so we could we could just spitball this topic. This is kind of some real talk about the culture. Uh, the culture is still very dinosauric in a lot of ways. Like it's still very like homophobic. It's still very like not open to the to the way the world is as a whole. So like I I, I see battle rap sometimes it's really stuck in its ways. But I want to remind everybody how how like although battle rap is big, it's so small compared to like other industries you know what i'm saying like it's still like i don't know man like when you look at sports like just go to any sports media page like you see these athletes get talked to crazy you see racist people talk to the athletes like you, you see people threatening athletes lives like remember when danny green missed a shot 
and his wife is getting death threats. Like, that's not happening to Mike P's wife. You know what I'm saying? Like, so there's a lot more weirdos and crazy people in other sides of the world. Sports, hip-hop, basketball, pop culture. Uh, so, like, I don't know. I, battle rap does have its strange moments, but I just want to let everybody know that the strange moments exist everywhere. I mean, and, like, if they did background checks, like, what would be, like, like, obviously, if it's a child molester, like, we, they should not be getting bags. But we have had Battle Rap League owners be accused of sexual harassment or or cultivating a rape culture at their event. Some of y'all ain't ready for this rape culture talk. And I really like some of y'all not ready because some of y'all will get y'all feelings hurt, and some of these league owners and some of these bad rappers will get their feelings hurt. They'll get sensitive, and then it it would be mad. Fuck these bitches, y'all just mad. Uh, y'all just jealous, or y'all just envious, or oh, it's because I didn't want to holler at her, so now she mad. At, like it, this is gonna go left. So that's why I just be like, look, when y'all ready to have the conversation, let me know. Because I'll be ready to have the conversation, and I think Forty Bars will definitely be ready to have a conversation. But again, y'all, some of y'all not ready for this conversation because some of y'all gonna get in y'all feelings, and then you are gonna turn your fans against people. And then it's like I said, well, it's we, gonna... we can't, we can't, we can't also, pro we can't also reproject like, oh, you're not ready for this convo, you're not ready for this convo, because then the convo will never happen, and then the convo will never start. So at some point, the conversation needs to be sparked, even if you're just planting a seed now, so that and down the line in the future, we can figure out how to cleanse the culture in certain ways. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't have to be now, it doesn't have to be a week from now, but if some people start to feel this way. Others will start to find ways to just treat it better. I really would like to see females get treated better in the culture. I'm not gonna say female. I'm gonna say women. Period. I'm gonna say women. Like because like when I see like brand new like fans that are women in battle rap asking questions, it's like battle rap fans are down their throat. Like oh you don't know this, you don't know that. Or like when a woman tries to give their opinion, like people try to kill them online for it. And it's like yo, everybody has an opinion. Like why can't y'all just let? them live like it's just this it's almost as if they still have this whole like mindset of like oh you're a girl you don't know what's going on here like no that those times is over bro those times is way long and done and gone all right look maybe you're right maybe it should just look we should have like you know how they have hip-hop summits we should have like a battle rap summit oh good luck We should have a battle rap summit, and that should be like a topic during the summit. The one that would thing, because like I know, like Revolt TV be having hip hop summits, yeah. And like I've been trying to get into one of those, but their packages are way too expensive for me, so I'm not going to no Revolt TV summit. But I think battle rap should have a summit. That would be dope. Yeah, I mean, I, I would like to see. I would like to see something like that or conventions like uh, before band legacy got freaking bombarded with two, three versions of it. Band legacy was a really good version of like creating a battle rap festival where everybody came in together Friday, Saturday and Sunday to watch things. They just oversaturated it. with doing three versions of it in six months, but like the coach will find ways to like bring everybody together. Summit would, a uh, summit would be interesting. A convention would be interesting. Uh, a whole bunch of different ideas would be interesting. Um, I seen a message here that says um, there needs to be more estrogen in the crowd. I'll give Atlanta this though. Atlanta, although they're not the best market for battle rap, I see the most women in Atlanta events always. Um, and I love going to Queen of Ring events. Queen of Ring in 2019 was so much fun. I, I Yo, do, yeah. They, they, mm -hmm. they, they were so, actually some of my favorite events I went to that year. Like, they, cause they like you pull up and they like they have their own homemade bar, so they have like somebody there just serving you drinks off of like a, a, a college cup. You know what I'm saying? You just pay cash at the bar. Um, you go around, everybody's having fun and everybody's talking, and it's like girls over here dancing and twerking, and it's just like it's just it's a good time. It don't feel like a battle rap event, you know what I'm saying? So maybe I'll do a show on it, but um, yeah, like that would be dope. And I know Debo has something up his sleeve. So we probably know more details in the later days to come. But shout out to Debo because, yeah, I feel like we do need a good, like, queen of the ring event. Bring back the damn uh, boxing ring. I, 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 like, I do miss the boxing ring. I'm not going to lie. Maybe it's the nostalgia of it, but shit. I, I do miss just, like, a good, just all the ladies going 
you know, doing their thing. We'll see what happens. Facts. We will. We will. Um, we were supposed to do double impact predictions, but we kind of ran out of time early on, so I just let us talk about all this because it's important, right? It's important. It matters a lot. It actually matters a little bit more than predictions, and maybe down the line we'll, we'll start to grow as a culture. So thank you for bringing the attention to this, CC. This is important. You know, sometimes I got to get in, you know, my feminist bag. But, you know, I love, I do love you Black kings. Don't ever take it like I don't love Black men. Or I'm one of those feminists that think all Black men are one certain kind of way because that's not what Black feminist is. Like, there's a difference between white feminism and Black feminism. Like, for real, there is a difference. The women's fight to equality is not the same for a black woman as it is for a white woman. So just a little tea or a little gem for y'all. When you hear these black women say, like Beyonce saying that they're feminists, it's not what y'all always assume. Okay? There's levels to this shit. We love you. We just want y'all, we want some of y'all to do better. <clears throat> Some of y'all got it together, so I'm not talking about you. If you got it all together, boo boo, I'm not talking about you. Just like when some, like when Verb go on them soliloquies, talk about bitches and hoes. He ain't talking about me. <laughs> he ain't talking about me. So I keep, I keep moving. Ver, Ver, Verb's fighting a battle; he'll never win. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Verb. I just, I just, you'll never win that war. You just gotta let it go. All right, man. Cece, you'll be back on tomorrow for your solo, 1030. Hell yeah. We're going to get spicy with it just like we always do. Justice for Pikachu. <laughs> and and I guess we'll move the predictions maybe to Thursday for Toxic Thursday. Let everybody give their toxic take on the teams. Because it's this weekend, right? Yeah, it's this weekend. Oh, sh- this year going by so fast, bro. Like, my mind is not even comprehending that next week is April. Bro, next week will be the first quarter of Battle Rap. And in the first quarter of Battle Rap, we've had so much happen already. We've had Cassidy come back. We've had Hitman almost get into a fight. We've had Danny Myers uh, tie K-Shine oh, for the longest streak. Shine. You know what I'm saying? We've seen K-Shine get 30 this year. Um, a lot has happened so far this year, right? DNA got called Gary. Like, <laughs> Vixen the lost clearly. The Riot is about to take over. Next keeps spinning everywhere, every Riot battle. Like, like. It, it, <laughs> We'll, we'll make a quarterly report real soon about everything that happened in Q1. Oh, yes. We got to do that. Yes, we do. We do. All right, everybody. We'll be back tomorrow, 1030 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, LTBR Daily. Okay, love. See you tomorrow. Bye. The next spinning is the next Dave Chappelle. <laughs>